All right, welcome back to the podcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. There we go. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the Arcacia Strain, both of their new albums. Yeah, double album by them, which which is, I like the idea of that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Don't really see that too often. Um, Step Into the Light, and that which is more of like the, I don't want to say classic sound, but more like a, what do you say, like a regular kind of sound. Like the, the kind of the metal that you and I would most likely listen to. Yeah. Then- it, I, I felt like it was, um, so for example, in their bio, they reference, uh, like signature blend of hardcore noise, death and doom. I would say this is more so on like the hardcore death side of it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we're talking about their other album, which was failure will follow failure will follow, which is, I think would be more the. I wouldn't say that's necessarily noise. That's more of the doom metal. I think there's a little bit more noise in uh, Step Into the Light, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, it was really interesting to see how they took the route of kind of playing to a lot of different people's, uh, I guess, taste in the metal scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we said we were starting with Step Into the Light. Yeah, I think I like this one. Uh, a little bit more than yeah. failure will follow. Step into the light, ten tracks compared to three. Uh, failure will follow was three tracks, but that three track album was longer than this one. Yes, you've got songs that are ten minute. What was it ten minutes? It was like a seventeen, right? Yeah, eleven, yeah. eleven minutes, seventeen, and ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then these are like the complete opposite. Like you've got songs that are a minute. I think the shortest one is a minute 11. Yeah. And your longest uh, is 346. Yeah. So pretty, pretty wild. Pretty, pretty wild to think that like one song on the other album is almost as long as this entire, as this entire one. But um, yeah, I would say in general, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I've been an Acacia Strain fan for a really long time. They were actually one of the first bands I would, I would say that I, I got into that was like screaming only. Okay. Because think of like back, back when you and I were in college, right? We had, we, we liked like the, uh, like we came as Romans Mm -hmm. of mice and men, like think of their first albums. Right. Yeah. I was like, why would I listen to metal and screaming if there was no singing involved? Yeah. And for whatever reason, I back, (laughs) back in hot topic when you could, they had that little screen where you could preview uh band like albums yeah. that came out. I, I previewed the Acacia Strain, Wormwood, back mm-hmm. that one was from like 09 or uh 2010, 2010. or something. Yeah. And I remember the sticker on the album saying that it was a bottom heavy assault. Okay. And that phrase will always <laughs> stick with me. And now when I, you know, I was like, okay, that I like the, I, I like the sound of that. And, you know, it, it took a little bit to get used to their sound, but once, you know, I still love that album to this day. So I, I've really had, a, um, I've, re- I've been a, f- a really big fan for the longest time, mainly since that album, they've had a few f- before that. Although this, this new one reminds me more of, uh, albums they released Prior to that, yeah, prior yeah. to 2010, more of like a back to our roots type of sound. But although this is the first time that they're really doing that, the whole like grindy thing where it's like a minute, minute 20, minute 30. Yeah. That type of thing. So long story short, I I, I enjoyed it. Wasn't my favorite album of theirs, but um, I think there was a lot of good things to, to listen to in here. And there was... In general, over all, all these two these two albums, a lot of sludge happening, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which is kind of a newer thing for them. So, yeah. What What about you? I I don't really hear you talking about Acacia Strain all that much. I I know of this band, and it comes through my playlist every now and then. But I've never been like a huge fan. Not and not mm-hmm. saying that it's that I don't like it. It's just one of those things that. I haven't heard a song that really 
caught my, like hooked my interest. And I've always thought like, I've, I've listened to a song and said, I like that song. It's a pretty good song. And I'm, and I, I never skip them when they show up. And it's, it's one of those bands where it's just like a solid throw it in a playlist type bands for me, where if it, if it shows up awesome, but if it's not there, then, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not like itching for it, but I, so overall, I think I'm on the same page with you as I, I enjoyed step into the light more than f- failure will follow. One thing I wanted to point out with step in the light is it's more, it is more of that grindy, high, hardcore style, but it, I, when I was listening to it again today, I noticed that there is, and you use sludgy, which I think is, was good, but it had that, like, it was like an essence of that doom metal that failure will follow had. There was like parts where I was like, Ooh, that's a little doomy. And it was like just the smallest taste. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, I like how they kind of incorporated, they kind of teased you with doom, but they didn't go full doom on this album. And they kept it short. So it was kind of, it was like an interesting mix because like Doom songs are, as you can see, 10 to 17 minutes long. Or, you know, there's some Doom albums that are one song an hour long. <laughs> and uh, so it's it's it was kind of cool to, to hear that like nod to Doom, but still have it be more of like a hardcore album where it was kind of had that like sassy snare and also that noise. I need to find a couple more like noise bands that are similar to this because I, I liked the just controlled chaos that, Mm -hmm. that they uh, presented in this album and in both of them, honestly, there was, there was a couple parts in like, we'll get into that, but there was a couple parts in uh, failure will follow that I enjoyed with like, there was some kind of like noisy controlled chaos in there. Yeah. For the most part, I, I enjoy this album. I don't think I really have anything negative to say about it. Just as an album whole, it was kind of a nice, it was nice to sit down and actually listen to the Arcacia strain instead of have it just kind of show up and, and listen to it. Mm-hmm. It was it was nice to kind of be deliberate in my listening with these guys, because one thing I I liked the way just being like a lyrics guy, right? There wasn't anything super like making you think, right? It, it's kind of very straight, like it's it's not literary. What's the the other word? Like there, he's painting a picture, but it's like very literal and not very thought provoking, I guess. It's, it's just kind of like straight to the point uh, style. But what I like is his use of like rhyming. Because it, there was a lot of words that he would rhyme with like per line. And also his ability to use words that don't necessarily rhyme, but are like close enough where in a song it sounds really good. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just kind of pleasant to like hear a not cheesy rhyme, I guess. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I agree with you. Something you said a minute ago yeah. that you didn't really itch or hunger for Acacia strain, Acacia strain in general. Yeah. I do, but mainly for that Wormwood album. Okay. This one occasionally I would come across, you know, maybe like one or two of my favorites where I was thinking about it but mainly because it was within the context that they that we were doing the album this week yeah i don't foresee myself listening to this one a lot in the future Mm -hmm. though i know that it does scratch my itch for you know sometimes you just don't sometimes i'm just not in the mood for just like breakdown breakdown verse course breakdown you know Mm -hmm. like that type of thing whereas these guys you know, if you're going to have a song that's a minute 11, you got to make it interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you really got to put it's you, you almost have to, it just, it just like, you really have to like, okay, here's an idea. Here's an idea. 
we got to bring the best ones to the forefront because if we're going to have a song that's a minute 11, you, you have to make it good. It's going to, you know, mm-hmm. if, especially when they're not really like a minute 11 song on another album on a different, like a, a different band say might be filler. So if you're going to make it a, f- like a full fledged song and not call it interlude and uh, have it be a single. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause, um, untend, I think, I know Untended Graves was a single. I know Fresh Bones was a single. And Chain, which was that? Oh, Chain, Chain was one. It was one as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, and just a quick note, you mentioned that you wanted more noise bands. Yeah. For some reason, just sitting here, I never noticed that Chamber was in was on Chain. Chamber, I have a song for you to look up after. Okay. Because I really, I really like Chamber. That's a good band. So on this album, uh, what were some of your favorites? So I had three. Okay. I don't know what I was doing here, but <laughs> chain I put, so I put, I have chain is one teeth okay. of the cursed dog uh-huh. and uh, untended graves, but chain, I just put Q U I. I think I might have meant to put quick, <laughs> but I somehow I didn't finish that word. I don't know how that happened. Over abbreviated uh, it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I wanted to quickly get the word quick out. Yeah. I think, yeah, like chain, let me remind myself of it. The way that chain starts off is just like when I don't want to listen to just stuff that has like straight breakdowns in it. I think this is kind of like a chaotic intro Yeah, in, in a sense. Um, so I think that exemplifies the, the kind of their chaotic nature really well. And it's, since oh, we're, yeah, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I was just saying since we're on the song at like 47 seconds, the breakdown and the lyrics are fucking brutal. So he says, use the chain, use a chain so the noose won't snap. Oh, wow. And I'll watch you swing and feed the rats. <laughs> That's pretty clever, actually. Yeah. Like, I know, I, I know that also goes into that whole like snap and rats don't rhyme, but it's close enough to where in your head it sounds acoustically pleasant if that makes sense yeah i think there's a there's a word for rhyming rhyming the vowel instead of the word oh okay i, th- I think i think eminem does that a lot interesting um, okay yeah he'll he'll kind of he'll like rhyme the middle of a word or the middle of a sentence instead of the the end of it let me see if i can google let's see rhyming vowels that's Assonance between consonants is generally called consonants in American usage. Rhyming vowels and words. Yeah. Assonance or vowel rhyme is the repetition of vowel sounds across a line of text of poetry. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I picked, <laughs> the answer I got was internal rhyme. Internal rhyme. <laughs> internal rhyme. Not error, error 404. No. No, <laughs> no, it just says internal rhyme. Okay. Yeah. So that's cool. That So it, it sounds like he is doing, yeah, because he does that a uh, couple lines up too, where he does mine and mind. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, I feel like I've might have sold it a little short because obviously I feel like a lot of thought has to go in to do that. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. another layer. It's like another layer yeah. of um, thinking. Yeah, and it sounds great. I think that's I think that's what like kind of it. It was different. And it sounds nice. Like it, 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 something in my brain just says, I like that. And he does it a lot. Like, it's just like every song, it's like the same thing. So I think it's cool. Cause it's not like cheesy rhyming. It's there's, it, there's a lot of thought put into it. All right. So you had chain, which was quick or Q U I. Yeah. Q U I. <laughs> um, maybe subconsciously I liked it. Maybe ch- ch- chamber had something to do with that. Who knows? Yeah. Kind of that. The beginning of chain uh does kind of sound like the beginning of a of a chamber song that I that I was gonna send you. So yeah, that sludge that sludginess was nice. Teeth of the cursed dog, I put one thirty-five, cool groove is sped up into that uh transition. Or maybe one thirty you can kind of tell, or one twenty-five, you can kind of tell that that guitar kind of chug thing that they do. It started off a little yeah. slower. Maybe we're gonna tease you with some doominess, maybe, and then they they made it a little faster, and then they built up to yeah. that part. And then 
when when the rest of the instruments come in, kind of like one forty two. Yeah, that's like acacia strain for me. That that just that just okay. sounds like them. You know, that's kind of like their sound. Um, and then I put two twelve. I love when they do speed ups like this. I think it had probably had something. Oh to do yeah, with the drums. It's like a hard switch. Yeah, there's like a that, and then it like just goes. Yeah, I think we were talking last week about currents. Yeah, and how their drums, how 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 important their drums were for some of those songs because it completely changes the feel. Drums do in general, but it completely changed the, like the end of a chorus or speeding it up like that, like these type of drum beats, how important those that is to just kind of really nail in the end of a song, you know, mm-hmm. I I'm really appreciative, really appreciative just in general of like doing this podcast. Cause I, I start paying attention to more instruments more often. Yeah. You know, and drums are something that not that I never liked drums, but listening to bands, especially in, let's say math core and kind of like those noisy things that I like yeah. just how important drum drums are for the feel of a, of a specific band. And now it's like, I can't not pay attention to them every time, <laughs> you know, a band comes in. My, my last one is, uh, I have other notes for other songs, yeah. but untended graves. I put the intro is closest to what I'm used to. In the acacia strain, not that I'm really necessarily looking for just to always have the same sound in every album, but I think this one caught my eye, caught my ear the most. Okay. Because of uh, how familiar it was. Like I could, if I went back through their discography, I could probably find a couple songs that start off similar to that. And it's just, it's just classic sound. And that's kind of, that's, that's really just kind of what uh, grabbed my attention the most on that one. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I think you're right with this. This example is this is kind of what I was expecting the sound because I wasn't super familiar with this band. I know of them. And this is kind of the stuff that I was familiar with, like just kind of that, like you said, that low, that low end assault or whatever. (laughs) That's that's kind of what I was expecting. And so it was a pleasant surprise to get like this mixture of other stuff. It's a pretty good song. Do you have any favorites? I don't know if I had favorites per se. I had just a bunch of, I I enjoyed like snippets. I don't know if I necessarily like latched on to any that I was like, I love this song. It was more so like, oh, I like this part of this song. I like this part of this song. Because I overall, I enjoyed the whole album. So with with that being said, like my notes, I have uh, for flourishing... At 40 seconds, I really enjoy the way he says two. Oh, yeah. The, the higher. It, yeah, because it's all just like real low. And then it's like so strained. <laughs> it, it was it was a nice little like pop because the, the, this song is a little doomy. Kind of that just just real sludgy and boggy you know um so having that like high scream of him saying two and being really strained was a nice accent to the whole to the whole song Uh, and then i've for calf's blood my note to this is uh have you ever heard of the band acid bath Mm, i don't think so okay they have a song called dr seuss is dead (laughs) yeah and (laughs) Of course they do. <laughs> yeah. And um this intro gave it wasn't exactly and I it's been a while since I've listened to them. I listened to them a lot in high school. And so I might be like not remembering it correctly, but the the intro to this song reminded me a lot of that. I don't know. It there's still like an essence, but mm, Nowhere as close as to what I was thinking it was. Like I said, I haven't listened to them in probably ten years. That's pretty good though, pulling that pulling it out of there like that from memory. What acid bath? Oh, the song thinking like that, thinking that it sounded like that specific spot. Oh yeah, no, it's but it doesn't. So like yeah, I said, that's true. <laughs> 
false memory. False memory. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about chain and then sinkhole at one Oh five. Oh, I really like the intro to sinkhole. Just kind of little groovy, slow drums. Yeah. This sounds so different. Yeah. Than, than what I'm used to the band writing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. And then like 20 something seconds, he comes in just screaming with that like real slow instrumental piece, which gets me all tingly. <laughs> 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 um, it kind of carries through. And then at 105, I think it is, there's like that shift from completely different genre. This is like hardcore. If you were to like dilute hardcore down into its basic essence, this is the sound that I'm expecting. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At three minutes, sounds like the song is, oh, okay, I, I know what I wrote there. I pulled a U and like just scribbled. Uh, <laughs> I said, the, it sounds like the song's like falling apart at this point, but not in like a, a bad way. It's, this is like that controlled chaos, I think that I enjoyed where it's just, it's the, it's like deconstructing itself, mm-hmm. which I, I really, I really enjoyed the, the way that sounded. Those, that's all the notes I had for, for this album. But I, like I said, the, this is my first real, I would say real introduction to this band. And I think mm-hmm. I want to go back and like listen to some other stuff. Cause I know I've, I've heard them before and I, like I said, I like what they do, but maybe I need to listen to like a full album and not just a song. Yeah. Oh yeah. You've got to, you've got to listen to Wormwood. Okay. It's, it's, it's incredible. Okay. So we were going to try a new rating thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Me personally, I, if you've listened to us before, we've thrown numbers and to me a little bit, at least my personal view, it, at my end, it seemed a little arbitrary and like, I just kind of like, for me, I was just kind of throwing a number to it just because we, we started doing it. And in my head, I had a system and the more we listened to different stuff, I got, I would get sucked into like the, the songs and the, the albums and forget that, oh yeah, we actually rate these, like rate it. And I would just throw a number and come up with some excuses to why I gave it that number. Uh, so we're, I asked Jeff if we, he'd be okay with switching it and we're gonna just give it like a thumbs up, thumbs down and explain why we would recommend this album to the, to you guys and, uh, or why we, why personally we would not trying to gatekeep, but just like why it fits our preferences and why it doesn't or why it, or why it wouldn't fit our preferences. Uh, so, uh, I guess since I came up with the day, I'll just say that I, I would recommend this album if you are looking for something new, definitely, uh, being a person who listens to mainly like death metal, which is so strange to say, like <laughs> when we first started this album, it was mostly like metalcore, and then, or not this album, when we first started this podcast, it was mostly metal, metalcore that I was listening to with like a little bit of hardcore and a little bit of death metal. But then it just, all of a sudden, like, it seems like my whole plate, like everything I listen to now is just mostly like deathcore, death metal, um, which is real funny. I just crazy to think yeah. that a year later, my listening habits have switched so much. Um, yeah, but- same here, dude. Like real quick. <laughs> I, 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 I don't really rec- before the, before the podcast, I don't really recall ever listening to a lot of like death metal or yeah. anything like that. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's expanded my, my mind a lot. Yeah. So for this, as my personal reference or preference, I would say if you're looking for something new, a unique sound and uh, something that uses middle rhyming or whatever the Jeff or whatever the fuck Jeff said earlier, (laughs) I don't remember what word you used. Assonance. I don't know if that's an, I don't know if it's an official word, but yeah. But if, yeah, if you like not cheesy rhymes, that don't actually rhyme and it's the middle of the word uh, and just a, a little bit of controlled chaos, I think is with like an essence of doom for this album, at least 
if you're dipping your toes into the Doom world, I think this is a good example of just variety and not being over overdone about it, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to have to agree with you everything you said. Um, I think I'm going to I'm going to recommend it as well. I've just I've just been an Acacia Strain fan for the for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they so far, they've not really put anything out that has really like made my made me change my mind about them just in general. OK, right. Like, for example, I was I was looking up interviews on YouTube today with them just to see if they had anything to say about the new album. They they didn't, but I found an old minute-long speech that Vincent, the vocalist, said 11 years ago when they got signed to Rise Records, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody who knows Rise Records, they have a lot of those, you know, like We Came as Romans, like, type-sounding so- bands, at least back in the day they did. Yeah. And during his speech, he said, you know, everybody got all upset that we signed to Rise, we're not adding clean vocals to our music. We're still staying heavy. And I think that's one thing that I really appreciate about them is that they, um, like as long as, as long of a career as they've had, they really do stay to pretty much their core sound that they have. You know, there's some little changes here and there, but I really, I really like the fact that they, um, you know, didn't quote sell out or tried to, tried to like, change their sound because other people wanted them to, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, Vincent, the vocalist, especially in his lyrics, I think he's very, he's very, um, I don't want to say obsessed, but a lot of, a lot of his lyrics have to do with, you know, death and anger and yeah. just kind of like being mad at the world. And I think that still holds true all these years later. So I think, I think the Keisha strain has a very, dedicated fan base mm-hmm. and i think that this one won't won't disappoint them uh it might be a little bit different than what they're than what everybody's used to but you can still find a lot of things that like still make them who they are yeah so I, i'm gonna have to recommend this one so one thing well. i one thing i noticed is they get so i think they got signed to rise in 2020 it it looks like because um just like scrolling through Oh yeah, they. What's really cool is when they release their singles, they have them released at like certain albums. So there's D E C A Y, and then they released the full album, which was Slow Decay, which I, that's really clever. Um, but their album before that, which came out 2019, it comes in waves, is under close casket, close casket activities. And in 2020, Slow Decay is under Rise Records. I think they may have switched because I because I'm I'm looking at the video right now that I yeah. watched. It's from 11 years ago. Oh, interesting. Because like, um, uh, death is death is the only mortal. The red, the red, the one with the red. Look up that one. Yes. Uh, I, I think remember that, that album. Yeah, that's Rise Records. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because then in because 2010 was prosthetic records mm-hmm. which is what wormwood was under so they must have left for a hot second no 2017 is rise records so what what happened <laughs> which one are you looking at it, it came in waves yeah it came in waves it came in waves is definitely a different album i don't i i don't even think i listened to that one to be truthful because i think so that it's was like they they left for a year or something i think that one not even a year. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that one because I thought I was under the impression that was more of like a doomy album, but it doesn't really sound oh, like uh, clicking oh. through. So yeah. maybe Rise was like, yeah, we don't want that sound. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, but what I was going to say is one thing that's interesting is so, and like even going back it, with like Death is the Only Mortal and Coma Witch and Grave Bloom and Slow Decay, um, the copyright is Rise Records. But when you look at Step Into the Light, it's uh, the Arcacia strain under exclusive license to Rise Records, Inc. So I wonder if they got some more uh, freedom with their name and play style and stuff. I don't know how the copyrights and all that stuff works 100%, but I know 
usually if it says like Rise Records that they own like exclusive rights to the song and like the bands mm-hmm. just kind of play them. Well, kind of, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's weird. But so then having like the artist name and then have under exclusive license to makes me think that they might have a little bit more freedom than, yeah, I think than other bands. Yeah, I think the way that works in this case, I think it's like Acacia Strain, yeah, they own the copyright to their songs so they know, so they can like do whatever they want with them, you know, whatever that means. They can, they, you know, you don't have a label owning your music, but exclusive license to Rise Records would be like they're, they're, they're only, like Rise Records is the only, only record label First that stipulated can, like, time will like distribute, you know, distribute like physical CDs and yeah, uh, like maybe like merch and you know, like, like that type of thing. Yeah. So what my quick Google church says, is an ex- it's an exclusive agreement that grants the licensee exclusive rights to use the music for stipulated period of time in an exclusive agreement. Even the licensor can't use their music until the period is over. So essentially if I'm reading that right, it sounds like they made a deal and Rise Records can use their stuff for whatever they agreed upon. And then after that, it's it's um uh their Acacia strains. That makes sense. Cause I mean, like, say you get a record label that doesn't push your product forward and now you're stuck with them. You see, it seems make it seems like it might make more sense for exclusive license to to be like we're gonna we're gonna give you guys for a certain amount of time, and then if you do well with it, then maybe we'll renew it later on or something. Again. Okay. Yeah. So, an exclusive. Uh, thus, you give production company or the license see the right to rent out your music to a third party. You and the licensee then split the revenue from what the third party pays in a non-exclusive licensing agreement. You can license the song to multiple companies for use in an exclusive deal that song is only available to the licensee you agree with and licensing it's another production companies can lead to legal ramifications. Yeah, it's a whole nother world out there. Music business is very strange. Yeah. It, there's a whole bunch of stuff in the music world that doesn't make, I don't understand. I just know I get my music and... <laughs> I like to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> you create it, I listen to it. That's that's how this agreement works. Whatever. <laughs> and hopefully you don't get screwed over because you're the one doing all the hard work. All right. Yeah. So failure will follow. Yes. So I totally went into this one thinking that I was going to hate it for some reason. Yeah. Because uh, it's like very, this is like the doomier of the two. I don't listen to doom at all, doom metal at all. You and I kind of like joke about, you know, we kind of, tease about it yeah as well i didn't love it but i i truthfully i didn't dislike it as a as much as i thought i might there were there were some cool ideas i just think if if the songs had been shorter that it it probably would probably would have stuck with me a little a little more yeah you know namely let's say like bog walker right like the first three minutes is literally just like the same guitar riff so i skipped it i skipped the first three minutes of that song like every time you know, it's so like some little, little things like that where it's like, okay, they, they maybe could have done a few like quality of life things to make it a little easier to listen to. But I feel like if you're listening to doom metal, that's not, that's not the, the I don't want to say you don't care about quality of life, but that's, you know, I, I have a friend who listens to doom and he showed me an album that was literally an, an it was an hour long album and it was one song. Is it Bell Witch? It might have been. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily know who it was, but I was like, why? I I tried listening to it with them, and I was like, it it's was the same, just slow, like do <laughs> and the the drums are going and. I tried, like I tried, but I could only listen to maybe like three minutes of it. 
<laughs> um, so I feel like if you're listening to doom metal, you don't care about quality of life in the most respectful way possible. It's okay. there's something about it. And I think it's almost, I think we've referenced it before where, um, when like the couple, we've listened to a couple albums where they got, they didn't necessarily go full doom, but they gave you a little taste of it. And it's that like anticipation of like, when's the next big moment going to hit. And it's almost like people who listen to doom metal are always on this like edge of their seat waiting for that next big hit. And it doesn't come (laughs) and it, but like they get that sensation of like that. It's the anticipation is like always at an 11 because there's waiting for that, that, release and it just never <laughs> it never really gets there so they get like stuck on that high of it almost they're always like in ecstasy <laughs> it, it, yeah this is what it is what it kind of seems like um you know i i might joke about it but at the same time like listening to this album which okay so this funny story is they released the same day right i didn't know which was which and me thinking that they were both going to kind of be the same album. I just clicked on this one, right? And I'm in the car driving, listen to Pillar of Salt. I was like, holy shit, this is an 11 minute song. Only Taylor could do that. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm like driving and the, I, I look down, it switches songs and... I was like, holy fuck, 17 <laughs> minutes? <laughs> and I tried. And when I say I tried, I listened to 12 minutes of this song and I had to skip mm-hmm. it. I had to like, because okay. just because I, I wasn't prepared, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I wasn't prepared for a 17 minute long song. And I just, I wanted to hear the next one because then maybe I thought like the next one would be more like um, like step into the light. No, it's another 10 minute long song. <laughs> and I was just, I, I listened to it and I, I think I got all the way through that one. And like, I, I tried and I, I will say, I didn't listen to this album all that much, but when I re-listened yeah, to it today, uh, I noticed that there were some things about it that I liked. And if it came, if, I would say maybe not Bog Walker just because it is a 17 minute long song and it, a little repetitive for me. Uh, but if like Pillar of Salt came on, I probably wouldn't skip it even though it's an 11 and a half minute long song. Yeah, same here. Uh, so it, it kind of opened my eyes and maybe I could handle like an intro to Doom Metal, but I know I'm not ready for full-fledged Doom. Yeah, I can I can handle it in little in little bits when it when it gets sprinkled into like a middle of a song. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, yeah I don't think I'm I don't think I'm ready for uh, I don't think I'm ready for for doom either. We're gonna say that be ready. next the, over the course of the year. All we're gonna listen to is doom metal, just because right. that's how it happens, you know. Hey, maybe <laughs> we should just dive in one day and just do it, but uh. The only, the only really, really the only reason I think I gave it a chance, I mean, I didn't like, like you, I didn't listen to it a lot, but I think really the only reason I gave it a chance was because it was from the Acacia strain, right? Like if it was some unknown band where someone was like, Hey, listen to this or, Oh my God, you got to listen to this. And I'd click on it and be like, nah, I don't really want to like it. It ain't doing it for you me. You would have saw just, Bog Workers timestamp and been like, uh, I think I'm okay. What what timestamp? You would have saw the timestamp on Bogwalker and said seventeen minutes. I think I'm okay. Oh yeah, I would if, been it, like, if it wasn't oh if God. it wasn't the Arcacia strain. It's like you know me, me me who likes two minute minute and a half songs. Like this is like longer than a whole album from <laughs> from like a mathcore band or chaos <laughs> chaos metal, yeah. but um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there there were some, like, when I was listening through it, I was like, there are some genuinely pretty good, you know, like, ideas in here that, that were that were cool. Very, very slow buildup into them. You know, like, for example, the, the beginning of Pillar of Salt. Like, yeah. I really like that kind of 
like electric keyboard, electric uh, piano sound mm-hmm. around like 40 seconds, like that type of thing. I'm like, okay, you know, I could get into that. And like, it does come back again, um, I think in Basin of Vows, but some of the transitions just seemed weird to me. It's so like the beginning of Pillar of Salt. And then, then when the rest of the band finally comes in at what, like 145 ish, like I, I didn't feel that it matched. It is, it is a little hard. Like if they had kind of gone into more of like a groove there and then played that electric piano sound on top of that in the background, mm-hmm. that like would have made more sense to me instead of just jumping into the doomy guitar slowness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wish, I kind of wish they would have connected ideas a little bit easy, a little bit smoother in mm-hmm. this one. But, I really, uh, you know, since you know we're, I mean? yeah, since we're on Pillar of Salt, I really like the ambiance of the, like the intro, but then even like carrying through, like at three twenty two, the guitars get really soft. Four forty, you got like a like just little like trinkles of things that kind of like I don't want to say lighten it, but make it feel like it's a whole mood compared to just kind of being like sludge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't really have any notes per se on this. Uh, One thing I was thinking about with this album or maybe even doom in general is this is like this. I would say this album in particular, if I was having trouble falling asleep, I think I'd put this album on. (laughs) And I don't mean that to be rude or mean. It was oddly comforting. Like it, I I don't know how to like say this without, because I don't mean it in like a bad way. I, I literally was, I was listening to it and I felt like my eyes get heavy. So I just like, I just like closed my eyes and I ended up like taking a nap listening to this band, (laughs) uh, listening to this album. And it was just kind of something about like the rhythm and it's not super technical in the sense of like trying to like wow, trying to wow you. And it's just really just like straightforward and like just chuggy and just there's something about it for me, at least it kind of was good to space out too. Yeah. It, like I just kind of like could clear my mind and then I just like, it, it, like everything just like slowed down and I just, I could like just drift to sleep. And I mean, I can fall asleep to metal really easily. I, when I was living with my friends, I had my laptop on my chest and, you know, just <laughs> screaming, like just like full volume, just like, and here I am just on the couch, just sleeping. And they like come walking and thinking I'm awake and they look at me and like, like how was he sleeping through this? But it, this, I, was like, I didn't sleep because I was tired. I slept because I, it just was comforting in a really weird way. I don't, I need to like unpack that. Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> there were, there were a couple of things that I, like you, like you said it, it, like in pillar of salt, you know, it had kind of like a mood and atmosphere. And I think mm-hmm. each song was kind of very, you can kind of get that sense from each song. I, I, I do like, the fact that they added some of that like spoken word poetry mm-hmm. stuff throughout it, which I don't think have they done that before. I'm trying to think, trying to think back to their, their other stuff. I don't really recall them doing that. Like they might start off an intro of a song with like a, you know, like a movie quote or whatever movie line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like actual original ly- like, lyrics that they're that they're speaking i i don't recall them ever doing anything like that which was cool i also put bog walker does sound very boggy i was gonna when you said that like every song kind of like fit like a theme i was gonna say bog walker sounded real swampy I'm, i'm also curious about what like the what the writing process is for an album like this like is it oh i've okay i've got a guitar riff that I'm going to play over and over again for two minutes and then you guys fill in the spaces or like, how does that, 
because it's not it's it's not it's like an unusual for songs being this long it's you know it's an unusual song structure yeah so I'm curious what behind the scenes are for something like that i just want to know how you write like a 17 minute long song and not forget how to play it jazz musicians have just entered the room <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you yeah um I feel but like, yeah, but I totally for, for that, I feel like jazz is, uh, they just, they, they pick a key and then they just play in that key. They don't necessarily have to play the same thing. It, that's just how I imagine jazz to play is that they never actually play the same song. <laughs> they just, to an extent, they yeah. just choose a key and then they just riff on it. Yeah. Typically with jazz, um, they have form. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like every drum, you know, like, like if you, like the beginning of, uh, forget what song it was, was it Untended Graves from the, from the previous album, you know, there's a very specific way that you have to hit your drums to make it sound like the song. Whereas like in jazz, there's like forms of like, okay, we're, we're playing this kind of groove here, this kind of feel here, this timing, like those, the swing of it, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, they'll have, they'll have, a melody of the song that they play, but then it's very specific. It's like, okay, then the piano takes a solo and then you go back to some kind of melody and then the sax might take a solo, you know, like there's like a kind of like an order to it, which kind of, once you give everybody like their own solo, that really makes the song longer. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I watched this video of, of a, it's, it's a jazz drummer reacts to a math core song or something. And okay. it was car bomb. It was car bomb. Yeah. And car bomb's very, very tight with their drumming and all their guitar, all their guitar work and everything. And even the jazz drummer was, even the jazz drummer was like, how do you guys remember all this, all this stuff? <laughs> like every like, ding, 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 you know, like all that type yeah. of stuff. He's like, I don't get it. How do you guys remember all that? So uh, I think it's pretty universal <laughs> uh, that, that maybe in the metal community, it's, it, it, it takes a lot of memory to, to remember all that. Yeah. I guess in, in my head, maybe it's like my ADD, but I would lose count on what bar we're on and not know when to switch to the slightly different riff. Mm-hmm. And because I, I think that like when I was like listening, I just, I couldn't, that was one thing I had trouble with was just like actually paying attention to the song because I would just like drift off and start thinking of other things personally. And, uh, but then like they would shift the, they'd shift the song and I'd be like right back into the song. So I was like constantly kind of in and out of the songs, uh, when I first listened to it, not like real, like, like how many bars do you like, all right, I'm going to like play this note for 20 bars and then we're going to do this and then do 40 bars of, of this. And it's, yeah, I'll give you, get, they might have, they might have like one band member that can really keep track of it. I'll give yeah. you an example why back when I was in college and we, we did our, um, it was like, it was, a like a synth class, but we, it was like, one of our performance, we had to have like a performance part of our degree. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and it was like the synth class, but we, we all wrote, we wrote like, I think it was like six or seven original songs, but they were, they were, they were a little bit lo- like looser in form. Okay. And I knew that everybody else wasn't going to really pay attention to the form. So I took it upon myself to, you know, everybody would kind of look at me to when the next like section was coming. And I would kind of give them like, what did I do? I would like hold up my hand, like, okay, we got, you know, like four more measures of this part. And then we move on to the next part that we're going to be, you know, so I kind of took it upon myself to like be the center of gravity to where everybody could look at and be like, okay, we're moving on to the next part. So maybe they might have something, might be able to do that. Use some sort of like director, I guess, like a conductor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really have, uh, any little, specific parts that it was just like, oh, wow, got to, you know, that was incredible. I mean, like, you know, I got like some timestamps of like that part was sludgy, this part, like if 
female singer sounded cool here, spoken word here, but nothing that was really just like, mm-hmm. you know, of the three, I would, I think I would recommend Pillar of Salt the most. Same. I think I like, I think I like that one the most. Yeah. Um, I think it had the most ambiance. Yeah. So yeah. I would have to say like in general, I probably would not recommend this one yeah. to anybody. Although if they were curious, I would probably recommend Pillar of Salt, you know, but as a whole, probably I can't, I, I don't want to lose any friends by saying, listen <laughs> to this 40 minute album. Like Jeff, can't believe you made me waste my time like that. One of the three I think was, was the best. Yeah. And just a quick note that some of their guest guest uh, people on here, like full of hell and primitive man. When I looked up those bands, primitive man and full of hell had like a split album or something that just came out this year. Oh, okay. Uh, so that I'm sure that that had some kind of influence. Oh, you want to know why? Why? Because that album that you talked about, it came in waves, closed casket activities yeah. that they, that they released that album on. It's a full of hell and Priven of man uh, that that was released through that through that album or through that record label. Oh, okay. Closed casket. Interesting. I don't I don't know what kind of band these guys are, but they do have an eleven minute song, six minute, six minute, nine minutes. So I think we can guess. I've I've heard <laughs> I've heard of Full of Hell. Okay. And I, I well I've I've heard the name and I might have listened to a song once, or like part of a song. Um, but yeah. I'm assuming I'm gonna assume that they're also doomy. Yeah, I'm gonna assume that too. Uh yeah, so for me, personally, I wouldn't really recommend this unless I knew that you liked Doom Metal. Like today, I asked if my one friend who listens to Doom Metal, I asked him, I was like, Hey, have you listened to the new Arcadia Strain albums? I said one's a little bit more hardcore, like like noise metally. And then one is definitely very doomy. And he says, no, we'll check them out. And like, he got back to me a couple hours later and was like, I listened to them both. They're both pretty good. So like, I, I knew he would like the doom aspect of it. Uh, so I, I think if, if I know that you're going to sit down and listen to a 17 minute long song, I would recommend it. Cause it's like you said, pillar uh, for me, I, I enjoyed pillar assault and I would listen to that one again. But I just, I just, I'm not there in my Doom experience to want to listen to the rest of the album regularly. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be in the middle for me. I'm, I'll recommend it if you haven't heard it before and I know you listen to Doom. But if not, I would say listen to Pillar of Salt. That gives you enough of a taste. And if you like it, move on to the rest of the album. Agreed. Yeah. All right, so uh, I think we're pretty much on the same page here this week. I got nothing else to say, so I think we'll end it there. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. See ya.